from Infinite Guest, this is Top Score, a conversation with composers who write music for video games. I'm Emily Reese. One of the most famous recording studios in the U.S. is Skywalker Sound in Marin County, California. Today, you'll hear what it's like there from legendary recording engineer Leslie Ann Jones. Leslie Ann is the director of music recording and scoring at Skywalker Sound, which means she's engineered the recordings of bands, classical ensembles, film scores, video game scores, and more. She's really done it all. The music you're going to hear comes from projects that Leslie's worked on, and you'll also hear from her famous mom and dad. Don't forget, if you'd like to see a list of the music, you can check out a full playlist online at infiniteguest.org. Do you want me to call you Leslie Ann or Leslie? You know, either one. I added my middle name when I first started because Leslie is male and female, and I decided that I wanted people to know that I was a woman and not a man. That was probably the only kind of gender identity thing I did at the beginning of my career. Otherwise, it didn't really matter to me. It, that's interesting to me because talking to women who got into an industry male-dominated, some women would have wanted to hide the fact that they were a woman. But you're saying you specifically did not want to be confused as a man. And actually, it worked out quite well because there's a film editor named Leslie Jones. And oftentimes, I have people come up to me and say, oh, I saw your name on the screen. And no, it really wasn't. I did that, as I said, very early on when I first started. And that it was um, important to me because I I knew I was one of very few doing what I was doing in a male-dominated profession, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which it still is. Yeah. How did you get involved in the recorded music industry? As my brother likes to say, I got into it the old-fashioned way. I was born into it. Um, My parents were both performers. My father was the Spike Jones. And now from Hollywood, Pet Milk presents the Spike Jones Show. And my mother was a singer. Her name is Helen Greco. So I kind of grew up in the um, industry. Although uh, when I was growing up, my father wasn't doing that many recording sessions. And then uh, I ended up uh, being in a rock band and I owned the uh, sound system for the band. And then the band broke up. I got the sound system back and started doing sound for bands and um, realized that I really enjoyed doing that. So I started doing sound and formed a PA company with a couple of friends of mine. And um, then I was working for uh, ABC Records at the time. They had a recording studio. And uh, so I asked to have a job, uh, thinking mostly I wanted to be a an artist manager and record producer, not an engineer. But, you know, it's been... 40 years, and clearly uh, I'm an engineer. (laughs) You are, and now you're at Skywalker Sound. When did that start? I came to Skywalker in 1997. And what made you go there? The woman that was running it at the time was really looking for a way to take the the scoring stage to its next level. And so I uh, applied for the job. It was basically a job to run the stage 
and get more film contacts in, but uh, the fact that I was a um, mixer, I think, made it a little bit different. And so uh, I kind of have two jobs now. Um, I run the studio, so I do all the admin stuff, and and uh, then the other side of it is that I'm in the studio most of the of the time, uh, actually recording and uh, mixing. The the best thing about the about the job for me was that I really, after having so, experienced so many years in so many different studios, I really had the opportunity to take the scoring stage and reimagine it from a client and engineer perspective, not a company perspective. So the infrastructure, the equipment, the staff, you know. So what do you think you enjoy about working with sound and what is it that draws you to mixing? You know, my mother was a wonderful singer. It's quarter to three. There's no one in the place. So I've done a, a lot of work with singers and appreciate what it takes to be a vocalist and kind of and not only that but the arrangements that a vocalist needs to really um, help them. And my father used sound effects really to replace uh, lyrics of, of songs. In some secluded rendezvous <laughs> that overlooks the avenue. With someone sharing a delight, there's some bad cocktails for two as we enjoy a cigarette. I guess that scene really affected me to this day. I, I like uh, mixing and recording because I can uh, hope the composers I work with hear out of speakers what they've heard in their head all the months that they were composing. Do you run into conflicts with that sometimes? Is is that a is or by the time a composer is probably recording at Skywalker Sound, perhaps they don't have that kind of disillusionment that goes along with writing something in your head and then hearing it for the first time by live players, huh? I would say so. I mean, most of the composers that I work with are pretty experienced working with live players. They also tend to work with really good orchestrators that can kind of take their sketches and their compositions and really uh, put the proper instruments playing the right parts. say if you get here uh, and it sounds not at all like you thought it would sound then you maybe should have not come here quite <laughs> as you did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would be uh, my kindest way of saying it. Um, you might think in your living room that you can play something completely perfectly but when you come into a studio it's like a giant microscope. You know there's the um, Intimidation factor, I would say, and uh, that would be true in any studio, but particularly in Skywalker, you know, it's a very big, big room, lots of um, shiny equipment with, you know, knobs and buttons and flashing lights, and 
When you first started working, I mean, the list of the games that you've worked on is very long, as, of course, is the list of movies and bands and, and all of this. Um, but, of course, I'd like to ask you about some of the games. Mostly, one of the things I'm interested in is what was it like for you having spent, you know, your career working with bands and film to begin working with people in the video game industry? Was there any kind of trans transitory period for you to kind of understand this is a thing now? Or how did that work? Well, I suppose uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember really what the first video game score that I did was. And I remember being very surprised that it was such a large orchestra being used for it. And I thought, you know, this is not your parents' idea of what video game music is. But also the um, kind of different process of the way video game music is done versus film music you know, where video game music tends to be done in segments and slices and having to worry about things, the ending being right so things can be looped for certain sections of the game and being able to separate sections of the orchestra so that uh, when somebody gets to different levels, they have the opportunity to hear the same music, but yet it's not quite the same because the balance isn't the same. So there's a, a whole level of difference, uh, I think, between uh, video game music and film music. Are, are the recording sessions themselves more kind of, I mean, I don't want to say disjunct, but when you think about having to kind of piece together a score in a video game, is that what it kind of seems like is happening? Not really. I mean, I'm glad that that's something I don't have to pay attention to. So I, yeah. I, I, I make an assumption that the composer and the audio director have already figured out kind of what those specific things are to make sure that they're covered. I just did a mobile game and everything was in like 45 second increments, you know, very, very short. And that has its own um, challenges because things move very quickly. You don't have a, a minute and a half or two minute cue to work on. It takes, you know, time for the musicians to kind of warm up. And having said that, that was unique to that particular game because I just did another game that is going to be specifically for iPhone, but it's a very big game with many, many minutes of music, and the cues were just like a normal video game would, would be. And how many Grammys do you have? Uh, I have three. How cool is that? <laughs> Pretty cool. The, the way... The Grammys work, uh, engineers and producers get a statue if an album that they worked on uh, wins in a best album category. So you're not actually the nominee. So I have two of those, one for um, 
Diane Reeves' uh, Good Night and Good Luck, the uh, soundtrack. In my solitude. And then one for uh, the first one I got was for Klaus uh, Quartet. The one that I'm most proud of is the one that I actually won where I was the nominee for Best uh, Engineered Recording uh, Classical. And which record was that? That was Alicia Nelson, a, a wonderful um, violist, and it was the music of a composer, I mean, Quincy Porter. have favorite equipment? I mean, I work with a lot of engineers here at the radio station, and they're hilarious when it comes to the mics and boards and things like this that they like to use, depending on, you know, what type of object they're recording. Uh, So do you have some favorite equipment? I don't have any must-haves, but you know, there's certainly I have a particular digital reverb that I like to use. I prefer using analog consoles rather than digital consoles. Certainly, certain microphones that I like to use. I primarily use uh, Neumann and Sennheiser mics, but you know, it's because I do a lot of orchestra and classical. Nothing I would, you know, whine about if I couldn't get it. I have plenty I'll I'll whine about, but it it wouldn't be a lack of a particular microphone. the studio layout like? How, how big is it? How big of an orchestra fits inside? You know, you could um, go to the Skywalker Sound website and look under music and sound, and then you'll find the scoring stage, and there's a couple of video clips and audio clips. It's a very large room. It's 60 by 80 by 30, so we can fit a 90-piece orchestra in pretty easily. Thanks for listening to Top Score from Infinite Guest. You can learn more about Leslie Ann Jones, the director of music score recording and scoring at Skywalker Sound, and see a full playlist from the episode at infiniteguest.org. Top Score's production assistant is Pierce Huxtable, and Mark Hintz mixes each show. Top Score is supported in part by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts, Artworks. You can follow Top Score on Twitter and Facebook at Top Score Podcast. That's Top Score. I'm Emily Reese. Yeah.